drink cinema. Cheese. Welcome to another episode of Two Drinks Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. <laughs> that was a dolphin. <laughs> we are reviewing Free Willy this week, uh, in case you didn't get that by the yeah. noises. Is yeah, there another breakdown? Other than Moby Dick, is there a more well-known whale story? Uh... Jonah. 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 You died the way you lived. <laughs> Inside a wheel. Get ready for Simpsons quotes, people. Um, whale. I don't think there is. Jonah. Other than Moby the whale. Dick. Brendan oh, Fraser. No. Yeah, don't go there. Um, it's the only whale I can think of. I think this is the most whale, famous. Whale NATO? No, that was sharks. That was sharks. <laughs> I think the most fa- Oh, there is Shark NATO, by the way, if you're watching on the YouTube. Yeah. You will have noticed in the last couple of weeks a couple of little figurines pop up. That's from Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. (laughs) God. Isn't there one that's like a Sharknado and something else? Like there's animal, like an otter earthquake or something? There's zombies. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Not otters. (laughs) Otters are friendly. Zombies, I would recommend... Okay. Watching that. If you feel like 18 minutes of pure, pure utter stupidity. You know what? Speaking of um, pure, utter stupidity, you know what we haven't watched yet? Cocaine Bear. Oh, I was going to watch that list today, but uh, maybe we should. Instead. All right. Um, we have a drink for Free Willy. Brett found one called the Killer Whale. I found a few things. It's a bit of an amalgamation. Amalgamation. Yep. I found one called a free willy, but I think it was like about penis. It's not about the whale. Oh, was it like free the willy, like hashtag free the nipple? Yeah, and then it was like, and then there was this video, like, (laughs) where's the whale? No. (laughs) So it has. Hope you're in incognito mode. um, Bacardi Light Rum, Amaretto, which we haven't used for a while. Yes. Chambord. Which we also haven't used for a while. I use it personally. Yeah, yeah. Cranberry juice and Sprite. Well, cranberry juice earlier this year got a heavy run. Yeah, it did. In cocktails. Yeah. Um, but now we're back. So I don't know what, I don't know, this, these four, great. Amaretto, what, don't know. Yeah, what the amaretto's going to do, we're not sure. Let's have a look. All right. Shall we? Cheers. Not a look, maybe Just a taste. Just pour all of that over ice. The quantities will be up on our socials. Chambord. I got amaretto. Clinkity clinkity. Can I put amaretto in definitely? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's quite good. Yeah. It's interesting that if you just pour a whole lot of stuff over ice, it doesn't feel like a cocktail to me. Well, because you haven't like shake it. Unless you shake it and it's in it. Like this is a a nice glass, but it's not a fancy glass. Mm. So this feels just like a mixed drink. More than a cocktail. I went for dinner the other night and there was a debate about wine glasses. Not a debate. It's like, oh, I want a glass with a stem. Oh, yes. I don't, I'm like, why? They're like, oh, you know, because sometimes with wine, you're holding it, it can get a bit warm as you're holding the glass. Yeah. I'm like, you're drinking red. 
It's already room temperature. <laughs> yes, bad luck. Um, it is very trendy to um, have non-stemmed wine glasses now. Also, this this place was very hectic, um, and it was just like you get the glass you're given. Yeah, that's Later also on, fair. No, no martini, no espresso martini glasses left. You're getting it in a stemless wine glass. Was it espresso martini out of a tap? I don't know. That's when you know something's gone too far in terms of unnecessary popularity. They have so this bar was uh, this restaurant was a past restaurant in Fitzroy. Yeah. That does like a nine dollar pasta, and it, the whole thing is like everything nine dollars. Oh, okay. Everything wasn't nine dollars, um, but you know, like drinks nine dollars. Except for except for cocktails. Yeah. Well, they're nine dollar Negroni. Then it was like pasta nine dollars except for. Yeah. And then it's like nine dollar garlic bread. I'm like, what makes it, Steve? That was Dad's idea. Like everything five dollars. Yeah. Whether it's like a can of Coke that's normally two bucks mm. or a meal that's normally ten. Obviously yeah. this was a few years ago, this discussion. Yes. Everything in the shop's five dollars and it all evens out. Um and yeah, anyway, then, should we talk then, about the movie? Then later on they did espresso martinis nine dollars. It was a happy hour. Tap. And then it was like, we can't order it on the QR code. And they're like, no, you have to go off and get on. Oh, so they're checking if you're fucking drunk. Yes. You can't just do 10, please. You can't just go, yeah, I'll have a whole table's worth of espresso martinis. Um, all right, the movie. Yeah, the movie Free Willy. Free Willy, 1993. 1993 so it is the 30th correct, anniversary welcome. of Free Willy. And this is a nostalgia one for us because we are children of the Damn 90s. It. Why? Got my harmonica at home. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He only knows one song. Then Is aliens that, come yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Richard Dreyfus dives out of the water. Yeah. Um, I don't understand the harmonica. Uh, Other than maybe no. it's meant to be like a whale song. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah. But also. Homeless kid, do you need a harmonica? Is that your that's your thing? He's busking. No wonder maybe. your mum left you. Oh, that would be bloody annoying. <laughs> Jesse, put down the harmonica and put go down to school. The fucking harmonica. So Jesse is a homeless kid. I forgot. Yeah. I, mean, like, like, yeah. I haven't watched it for probably almost thirty years. <laughs> but before that, okay, we get it. Whales are fucking beautiful in the ocean. Yeah. It went on a bit. Beginning and end. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, yep, whales, yep, whales. We already know the movie's about whales because Willie's on the fucking poster. Yeah, the poster is free Willie. Yeah. So. Um, so there was a little bit of, a little bit too much of that, I think, at the start. I think as well. But I liked the music. The music was good. Mm. And then the music got very dramatic when those huntery guys came. Yeah. But their dialogue was ordinary. It was just like, yeah, yeah. Get him. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Lots of too many years. I think they were like, just yell stuff. Nobody's listening to mm. you. And then they do catch a whale. They catch a Willy. They catch Willy. And then we get some of the worst title graphics I've ever seen in cinema. The word art? The word art. The circle word art that yep. I used on Publisher in that 1995. That just comes in and lands in the oh. middle of this park but he's also not a circle. He's yep. not in the centre of the screen yep. and not connected to the circle it's meant to connect to. Yeah. Do you reckon they thought that was amazing when they did it? 
Oh, probably. The same as Steven Spielberg thought the gophers were amazing in Crystal Skull. Stop bringing that up. And then, yeah, we're reminded that they're homeless kids and they steal. But, gee, they're funny little scamps, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) I find that really odd. They are the definition of a ragtag bunch of misfits. They are. They probably could have been in Hook. Damn you pesky kids. Damn you pesky kids stealing an entire cake. Yeah. Like, that is... Hilarious. Hilarious. I like, they're like, let's steal food. Let's go with leftovers from a restaurant. Yep. And then a cake. For I'm... a 24th. Oh, was it? I didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, because somebody, like, stepped on it or, like, something, maybe he's running for the police and was like, happy 24th something. Yeah. Yeah, 24 is not a special age. No. Nah. So, um, we get, we established that we establish Jesse's character quite early mm-hmm. and we see that he's homeless and on the streets, but then we get that scene of them all having a conversation and even though he's a smart-ass kid, he does want a normal life. Yeah. Which, spoiler, he gets. Yeah. In case you didn't think he might get it because it's essentially a Disney movie, but Warner Brothers made it. Yeah, yes. Um, in case you didn't think he would get it, he does. Um, and then there is some police brutality uh-huh. because yep. they are way too full on in wrestling that, what is he, 10? I reckon, yeah, 10, 11. This 10-year-old kid yeah. to the ground, right? Which makes him look like he's like a wanted criminal. Yeah, like he killed someone. Like this guy finally got Al Capone. Like, yeah, it's that serious. He just graffitied a aquarium tank. But then, like, the way they arrest him is serious criminal, but then his caseworker's just like, I'll just scrub it off and it's fine. Yeah. Um, is it, like, because to start, when we meet the caseworker, he's listing us all of these, um, charges. And there's like eight things. And then he's just like, yeah, just scrub the graffiti off, you'll be right. Yeah, just your last one. Just do that. Not the the seven. Don't worry about anything else. Yeah. Just get that one done. Uh, and then he convinces him to be a foster kid or to go to a foster family. Yeah. Um, and it was hard for me to see Michael Madsen as a father. It was hard for me to see Michael Madsen as an asshole. <laughs> like, he, I... was worse, he was worse in this than he was in Kill Bill. And he killed people. He helped and nearly killed a pregnant woman. He was more of an asshole in Free Willy. I don't think he was an asshole. He was an asshole. He just didn't want the kid. Well, then why you've got the kid? It's to save the well, marriage. Well, it's to save the marriage, and they're not happy. And she wanted the kid. She wanted kids, obviously. Yeah, and not quite Terry Gar. That's who she was. She was almost. Oh yes. Like, she was almost a famous actress. She was like Terry Gar. She was in between Terry Gar and that woman that was in that sitcom that I've just forgotten the name of. No. No, in the in the mid to late nineties, and she had the blonde wavy hair, and she was like a single mum, and the Sybil. the uh, theme music was Lady Madonna. <laughs> I remember Brett, everything. Brett Butler. Brett Butler. Grace and, under uh, fire. Grace under fire. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. I don't. Okay, for the record, I didn't get it because of Lady Madonna. Okay, so she seemed like 
She yes. was in between Terry Garth yeah. and um, Brett Butler, Grace Under Fire. But she was good and she clearly wanted to be a mum. Yeah, she was good. Foster parenting is a tough gig. I didn't like Michael Madsen. I thought all. he was okay. No. Nah. Towards the end, maybe. Yeah. But still. So it happens very quickly, I think, that he ends up in the Foster family. But I think that's okay. Like, a lot of the criticisms I might make of this movie story-wise, I'm generally forgiving because it's a kid's movie. Okay. So nothing has to be that deep. No. And nothing has to be that uh, subtle. And it can just go street kid, foster kid, now he's working at the aquarium. Yeah. Street kid, foster kid, child labour. What I found really odd about him working at the aquarium is there's no induction process. No. Michael Madsen drops him off and just says, go and find this guy. Yeah. And he walks through the park. No one stops him. Well, they clearly don't have a very good security system. Yeah, well, that's obviously why he got in the first place in order to be able to graffiti. Yeah, and then later as well. He's just in and out, just freely in and out. Yeah. And he just has to find this Randolph guy who should be expecting him but doesn't answer the door when he gets there. Mm. And then... Sets him to work with these chemicals. Just says, see you later. Yeah. But when he goes where he's not meant to go, he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why this kid has a problem with authority. He's not getting much guidance, is he? No. He is like, if you were to say to someone, yep. draw a 90s kid. Yeah, pretty much. He'd be that. Jason James Richter. He'd be that, but with Jonathan Taylor Thomas's face. Yeah. He hasn't done a lot no. of note since then. Except Free Willy 2. <laughs> in, looking, in looking him up, I'm not surprised that I found the headline, Jason James Richter looks unrecognisable. Oh, of course. 30 years after Free Willy. Oh. Unrecognisable. Unrecognisable. He meets Willy uh, when he does his cleaning. Yep. And there's an instant connection. Yes. Somehow. They're both... Um, Trapped in different ways, Lee. Yes, and ser- but also both searching for a family. Yeah. Despite their mood. And he is moody, Jesse. Oh, of course he is. And also Willie. Yeah, Willie's a little bitch. <laughs> the, they're very clear of like, there's he weighs 7,000 pounds. Yeah. And he's moody. Okay, we get it. He's angry. He's a killer whale. Yeah, yeah. but he's not going to kill you. Yeah. One thing I found odd is they're very late in giving us the information about the park not making enough money out of Willie. Yeah, I got the sense, you kind of got the sense that they weren't doing well because that first crowd was quite light on. Yeah, but when we saw the boss, yeah, he didn't have any lines. He just looked grumpy. Yeah, he just looked like a grumpy boss. Yeah. And I'm like, bosses look like that even when things are going well. That's true. Um, who was the grumpy boss? Michael Ironside. Oh, yeah, he was too. But then I was like, I've seen him in something else before. And then I didn't look him up. He's been in lots of things, Michael yeah. Ironside. Um, Robocop? I don't think I've really seen that. No, actually, something we've done. Starship Ooh. Troopers. 
Oh, really? Yeah. He's the one-armed teacher that ends up oh, back in the forces. Oh, of course he is. He's also in Total Recall, uh, Top Gun, are in his top fours, are in his known fours. Uh, but he's done he's done a lot of stuff, Michael Ironside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you would know him if you have listened to Two Drink Cinema and watched our movies, you would know from Starship Troopers. Yeah. And Top Gun. Uh, Willie's a special case. Who isn't? Who isn't? A little grumpy kid. Which, Name cut. Yeah. Let's see. Let's not go on about that. <laughs> um, I, I think the story is good, though. Like, as a kid's story, there's enough conflict that is not too subtle, but not too obvious. Like, there's no moment where Michael Ironside says... We will kill this whale so that we get the insurance money. Yeah, there's not a lot of um, exposition. No. Which is different for a kid's movie. Because you feel like you have to explain this out for children because they're stupid. The only kind of exposition was the potentially unnecessary Native American story of the killer whale. Yeah. I'm not sure we needed that. Or like, the, the mystical Native American man, Randolph. Because Do you know what I mean? it didn't contribute to the story. Like, they were still going to have a relationship, him and Willie. I think so. Right. It's not like he heard that story. He's like, oh my God, I love this whale. But also, when we talk about representation, a lot of people are like, well, you'll only put a person of colour in or a quote the listeners, quote, native person in for their mystical native stories. Yeah, yeah. And obviously that's why they... That's not why they made Randolph's character. Mm. That's why they made Randolph's character Native American. Yeah. So they could put that story in there, which I wasn't a huge fan of and I didn't feel was super necessary. I don't know if we needed that character. You would have preferred he just went in and met um, Laurie Petty. He just went in and met Kit Keller. Like, yeah, yeah, Rockford I'm wearing Peaches. my Rockford Peaches um, t shirt well, to, to remind everyone that yes, Laurie Petty can act. <laughs> I'm wearing my Video Easy because, yes, you would have borrowed this from Video Easy. <laughs> we 100% did. Um, yeah, 100% or Blockbuster. 100%. 100%. Um, it would have been Blockbuster because it would have been Friday night where we were Blockbuster and then the pizza next door. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. That's blockbuster. Yeah. The Yeah, so there's not a lot of depth of story, but all of the things are there. There's yeah. a couple of conflicts. There's a character arc for Jesse that, as we said, marries up with Willie, mm. trapped, don't know what to do, looking for a family. Yeah. Um, it's just a little bit clunky in the telling of it. It is a bit just like... Scene. Yeah. Scene. Yeah. Scene. Falls Montage. in. Montage. Falls in, gets saved. Yeah. Has to sort the fish so that Laurie Petty can tell him that orcas are hunters yeah. and need more space. Yeah. Then Michael Ironside has to talk to his offsider about the number of people that are there. And then blah, 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 blah. It does feel a bit chunky and clunky in the telling mm. of the story. I found it interesting that, so Michael Ironside is clearly the boss. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe he wouldn't be so worried about the finances of the park if there was some kind of hiring process. Not just Randolph going, hey, kid, you want a job? Yeah. <laughs> well, he was probably fine with that because they weren't paying him. Well, yeah, because he the money he used to buy the fish, not the one he stole, yeah. was his pocket money, he said. Yeah. But Randolph did say he'd pay him a bit, which is probably five bucks a day. Yeah, true. Which, to a 10-year-old in 93, yeah, that's a good bag of mixed lollies. like... Training as a whale. I mean, it's not that hard. That's a fair job, though. Like once, once Laurie he goes, Kitty can't do it, but this ten-year-old <laughs> kid can. Once he goes from scrubbing walls and sorting fish to training a whale, yeah. I'd be asking for a pay and then rise. Out on the show, yeah, and they don't give him a wetsuit until show day. Yeah, like the rest of the time, he's just walking around in his huge sneakers, getting soaking wet. Yeah, in his Nikes. No wonder, um, Brett Butler almost. Um, she should be more worried about his clothes because he's yeah. coming home soaking wet every day. Uh, and no wonder that Willie didn't perform. He's like, who's this blue guy? Yeah, this is not my kid. I... Do you find the rubbing of the tongue weird? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I know it might be a thing. Yeah, no. Like, if it is a thing, you don't need to include that. That doesn't make them bond more. And it didn't, in, like, increase his story or his character arc. It was always going to end up there. I don't know why we need to have him rub the tongue and then Laurie Petty look at him like, oh, cool, well done, woo. So, according to Russell Hawkins from kinocitations.org, okay. uh, touch is very important to citations and it is a big show of trust. They don't let just anyone rub their tongue or even just touch them without a great deal of trust in that person through that person haven't, having already shown them trust. <laughs> That's not well written. Okay. And then a video on the Daily Mail shows orcas <laughs> gently bite each other's tongues in a display of affection after mm-hmm. resolving a fight. Oh. Weird. So maybe they do like... That's pretty awkward. Ah. Uh... Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> So then we get another conflict of his mate coming back. To yeah. Be like, I've got a big score in yeah. California. Yeah. Whatever that means. Um, Drugs? It's, it's, I don't know. Women? Um, Smuggling people across the border? Macintosh computers? Dial up modems? If you had Macintosh computers in 1992 and you got on early, you're doing well now. Yeah. When Shane and I joke about um, time travel, we're like, what would you do if you time travel? Shane goes, I go back to 1992 and buy Apple shares. <laughs> the world's first trillion dollar company. Um, I'd be Disney. Disney shares? No, I'd be Walt Disney. Oh, you'd be Walt Disney. Could you go back and racist like assume his identity in the 1920s? Yeah, I'd go like the day before. I'd go in, hey, how about we make this movie about Snow White? You guys can do all the drawing and not get any credit. Oh, you'd have to have good... You'd have to take an IP lawyer with you to make sure you got a good contract out of that. That's true, I would. Yeah, so you'd have to find an IP lawyer that you could bite tongues with in a show of trust would be Disney. and take them back. Yeah, I'd be dead. No, you're frozen. Just waiting. Oh, yeah, and then I'd rethaw now. Unthaw. Thaw. I'm just thaw. Yeah, now. thaw. Then take it back from Bob Iger. Yeah, and then I go, hey... Pay me $3 million a year 
and people will strike. Anyway, we won't get into that. We won't get into that because that could be a whole other podcast episode. We may discuss that in a two out of three recommend episode. Um, I think Jess, Jesse's growth as a character is good, if yep. a bit quick. I think he was quite good of an actor. Yes, and I think his story is quite good because we get to see... He, he, we get to see the moment that he admits that he's scared. Yeah. The fact that that moment comes after Michael Madsen says, I don't want the kid. Yeah. Like, Michael Madsen goes, I don't want the kid. He throws the baseball out the window, but then he hugs both of them. And Michael Madsen's like, I'll never hurt you. Like, well, you just, just said... Emotionally, you you just said, not physically. <laughs> you just said you don't want me, but now I'm going to cuddle you. I got scared because you were fighting. Yeah, which I understand. Like... I understand that story. Like, yeah. he finally feels a bit settled, but then mm. they're fighting, so it's a bit um, thing. But it's also a big thing of his character to admit that he is scared, because him being scared is... I think the caseworker references that at the start, that he's scared to go into a foster family because it might be him admitting that his mum's not coming back. He's scared of being rejected by someone else after his mum clearly rejected him. Yes. So I think it's a big point in the story to admit that he's scared. Uh, he does say, we've got a free willy. I, yeah, he, says I the, he says the title, uh, which Peter Griffin from Family Guy is a, yeah, a fan of. We would love that. But before that, they're trying to claim the insurance for the dead whale, right? A million dollars. Any insurance investigator worth their salt is going to be like, no, you fucking broke that bolt off. Yeah, that is faulty bolting. Yeah, no, because the he crash he headbutts it right. Yeah, because which makes it a bit people loose. Are stupid. Yeah, which makes it a bit loose. Yeah, but then he comes in and they cut it off. Yeah, that would be so obvious to an insurance investigator that they'd just be like, "This is insurance fraud. You're not getting your million dollars." But also, they wouldn't because their tank wasn't up to snuff. Yeah, but anyway, kids don't know that. Yeah, kids aren't insurance investigators. But I did think that. Right. He steals the truck. Uh-huh. I'm not sure Randolph would have been okay with that. He stole the... Randolph stole the truck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, it was to say Jesse's Willie. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to surely Randolph would have said, maybe we should talk to your foster dad about it. He might be okay with freeing a whale. But also, did you not have that part of the plan worked out? Yeah. It's like... Okay, We've got a free Willie. Oh, how? Yeah. We got him out. Now, now what? He weighs three and a half tons. Yeah. Also, I didn't quite get the whole journey to the ocean. Through the hills. Because they were, like, standing up. He was standing up there. He climbed the little ladder. Oh, Jesse, and you, you can and see like, over the tank. Oh, I can see his family there. Yeah. All right, let's go on a three-hour thing through the bush. That could just be where the nearest boat ramp is. Nah, fuck the boat ramp. Just go where you can. He weighs, him off the he weighs 3,000 kilos. Yeah. You can't just push him off the pier. Well, then he'd be in the water. So, in in terms of towing capacity, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Generally, a caravan weighs 2,000 kilos. Okay. So, they're asking Glenn's truck to tow something that is a ton more yeah. than what a car would normally tow. 
up a hill. But he, it's not a cart. It's a towing truck. Oh, yeah, true, because he has the tow, the tow truck. Towing truck. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's fine. It's a truck that tows. I'm okay with that. That floor, scratched off, cool. tick. Okay, fine. I think, though, if they'd asked Glenn, he would have said yes. Oh, yeah, he would have been like, oh, but then, no. But they wouldn't have asked Glenn, because Jesse feels that he can't. Oh, that's true. Until Glenn goes, right. let go of my boy. Punches that punches guy that out. Guy. I cried. <laughs> the f- the final scene. Uh, uh, he's got to jump the wall. He's got to jump. I feel like that would be more impactful if he hadn't have told Willie eight times, you've got to jump the wall. Mm. If he'd just been like running around, come on, come on, come on, and then stood on top of the wall, and then Willie just jumped, I think that's a bigger impact. Yeah. Rather than because he's got to jump, 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 jumping jump. in the act. No, it was just kind of he's halfway up that ladder with a fish. Yeah, but we do we do know that whales can jump, I guess. Yeah, but it is a big jump. Quite a big jump. So big, in fact, that he doubles in size as he jumps out of the water, <laughs> and then quarters in size, and it's such a big jump that the splash comes before he hits the water on the oh, other side. It's great. <laughs> The water was like, oh, fuck, and went, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> the water's like this, there's three and a half tons of whale. I'm out of here. Um, yeah, the story is basic, uh, and there's not a huge... The, basic. <laughs> the story is basic. It is quite basic. It's very just formulaic. Misfit kid, down on his luck. Misfit whale. Misfit whale, down on his luck. Blah, blah, blah. Down on his fin. It's all gonna. It's all going to work out in the end. Yeah, you, you assume it is. Like, and it's then, not like the thing of The Simpsons, where there's a director's cut and Willie jumps, and Willie didn't make it. Oh, yeah. And he killed our boy. <laughs> he landed on him. All right, speaking of The Simpsons, oh, let's get on to cultural and <clears throat> cinematic impact of Free Willy 1. I think that I was trying to look at, like, surely it's been referenced and stuff, and that, um, I already knew that bit in that thing in The Simpsons. Yep. One, it's very funny. Yes. Two, I think it's from a pretty iconic episode um, that I've seen many times. Um, I think it's the one that has that girl that Neil has an affair with, and then he goes to like a conference with a nuclear power plant. I don't like this new director's cut. Anyway. Okay. Um, Simpsons. Yep. Great. Yep. And plenty, plenty of others kind of reference it, but don't do a parody of it. Okay. In terms of, like, they mention, you know, Free Willy, blah, blah, blah. Even in the latest season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh. Because this one queen did, like, a jumpy thing over another queen. And then it goes, Free Willy! Um, I'll show you the clip. Um, the, the Simpsons episode is the boy who knew too much. Bart sneaks out of school and finds himself at a party for Mayor Quimby's nephew. Oh, chow dear. Chow dear. Freddie... But when Freddie gets in trouble for allegedly assaulting a French waiter, Bart must choose between keeping his mouth shut about the ordeal or exposing the truth and admitting that he cut school to see it happen. Oh, right. I think. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I, maybe not. Jump, Willie. Jump with all your might. So it's referenced in that episode, apparently, but also... Yeah, Homer is staying at a... 
At a hotel. At the Springfield Palace Hotel during a deadlock while on jury duty. Oh, is he on the jury duty? He's on the jury duty for that case. Yeah. I know you can hear my thoughts, boy. Do, 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 do. That's it. Yeah. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah, 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 In the yeah, episode yeah. Treehouse of Horror 11, the film was referenced again yep. when Lisa freed yep. King Snorky I've read, I've read that. from and its basin by encouraging it to jump out. And then the the dolphin's tail hits her in hits the face. Hits in the face, yep, yep. Good. Snorky. We got that. Good. They were the two I remember. Yep. Um, it, it was nominated for a few awards. Really? Not yeah. special effects. He won Young Artist Award for Best Leading Young Actor in a Feature Film. Was that at the Nickelodeon's Kid Choice or something? At the Young Artist Award. Okay, all know. right. Best Newcomer. He was nominated for two MTV Movie Awards. All right. One for Best Breakthrough Performance. Okay. For yep. him. Yep. And one for Best Kiss. Him and the Willy. Him and Willy. Not the, you know, the Willy. Him and Willy. Like when he like kisses him on the nose? He does love Willy. Yeah. Um, so, the cultural impact. Okay. Um, the Willie was played by a whale called Kaiko. Yes. Um, and after, the, this is the quote, huge national and international success of the film, um, there was like a letter writing campaign. It was like, oi, free Kaiko. Yeah. Like you freed Willie. After the the big success is a worldwide box office of a hundred and fifty three million dollars, which is not bad. It was up there I on think a twenty I million. Read, it was up there for the year nineteen ninety three. Yep. Um. So it opens this. It opened the same weekend as Hocus Pocus. Oh, that's tough. So there you go. Um. It's almost like Barbenheimer. Oh yeah, that's mm. tough. I saw a meme. Uh, which was every 15 years. Oh, I saw that. We have a choice. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Every something. Every 15 years, we are asked to make a choice. On June the 16th, 1978, Jaws 2 and Greece were released. Well, that's Greece. Oh, that's Greece. Yeah. On July the 16th, 1993, was Hocus Pocus and Free Willy. There you go. On July the 18th, 2008, this one's an easy choice. Mamma Mia and The Dark Knight. Yep. I know which one I saw. <laughs> uh, in the and cinema. on July 21st, 2023, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Don't get me started. We've booked By our tickets. By the time this is released, we will have seen that. Oh, yeah. Um, and we will have had our pink burger from Grilled. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're all like, um, he's still in a like amusement park. Can well, you that's, free him, that's one thing I thought about. Like, the point is we shouldn't be having these whales trained for people's show. But mm. in order to make the movie, they needed to use a highly trained show whale. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. It was like the way the the movie's all almost selling that message of like, oh, you know, don't use them for amusement. But at yeah. the same time, they're using this for amusement. Yeah. So, and like SeaWorld hasn't closed down. No. Like... SeaWorld's making just as much money as it was there. Even after people died on a roller coaster, SeaWorld is still open. That's true. Uh, they did use some animatronics, though. I would imagine. Uh, more for the intimate scenes yeah, could, when yeah. it had to be a bit of emotion. Um, uh, so Warner Brothers, this is a quote, Warner Brothers was so grateful for the whale... And so moved by the fan's ambition, they contributed to rehabilitate and, if possible, 
free Kaiko. Oh. He probably Yes, well, that's the thing. So, yeah. Um, it didn't really launch old mate Jesse. No. Well... Or anybody else that wasn't already Michael Madsen or Laurie Petty. Can we... Can I say one more thing about Kaiko that I read? Yeah. Not a successful release. Kaiko did get released. Oh, no, they don't. Content warning. But um, didn't... that It didn't go super well. Like he couldn't assimilate They never really the fit... And according to, like, scientists and marine biologists like Art Vandelay mm-hmm. looked into it and were like, he's going, yeah, but not super successful because Did somebody hit a golf ball? they were from captive so young mm. that it wasn't like knew how to work in the wild, was captive. Yeah. Now I've got to work. I can fall back work. on that. I've got to work back on that. Yeah. Um, which Willie in the story... Laurie Petty says was too old, too old. to be captivated. Yeah. So they could probably... Willie in the story could probably go back. He said captivated. Um, sorry. The uh, Kaiko died. Yeah. In... Uh, of pneumonia in the North Sea in 2003. So managed almost 20 years more in the wild. Yeah. Which I'm not sure of the life expectancy of an orca. Yeah. But I wouldn't I expect think it's like... very long. Really? Generally, like, whales live really long. The life expectancy of an orca is about 30 years, but they oh. can live up to 60 years. Oh, well, I stand corrected. Females typically live about 50 years, but can live up to at least 90 years in the wild. Just long enough to take out a few... Uh, just long enough to take out a few billionaire yachts. Which yeah. is another reason we're reviewing this movie. The oldest recorded blue whale was estimated to have a lifespan of 110 years. Oh, okay. That's not that long, really. So, <laughs> Kaiko... T- <laughs> you know, as in, like, the oldest ever human is 110. You know, so it's not like an elephant's f- 300. Um, or a tortoise, giant tortoise, 300. Mm-hmm. You know, was, fucking you know there was a, a tortoise, a, a giant tortoise, that met Charles Darwin yep. and Steve Irwin? Yep. Great. Good on him. And look at them. They're both yeah, dead. He <laughs> outlived them both. Don't meet that tortoise is the yeah. moral of that oh, story. The tortoise had them both <laughs> rubbed out. Um, the, yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't know if Co- Keiko died earlier because of captivity. Yeah. Uh, but they did die. I also thought Keiko slash Kaiko, however we're pronouncing it, Keiko, um, was some sort of like electronic bread. But maybe I'm thinking of something else. Geico is an insurance brand in the States. <laughs> anyway, any other I think the only impact? thing, this isn't an official thing. Uh, Kaiko is a global fashion for women. Um, yeah. Um, is, did it then inspire... Free Willy 2 and 3. Yes, it yes, did. And, and 4. <laughs> oh. I think it's a TV movie. Straight to video. Um, and... Did it inspire other, like, animal friend movies? Like the 1994 classic Andre about a girl who befriends oh, a seal? Oh, yes. That's a great, maybe, movie. And then in the 90s, again, they redid Flipper as a TV series. Oh, they did too. So did that inspire it? I don't know, but that's my hot take. Okay. I want to know... So, Free Willy... Oh, I think it did. Yeah, I that's think what it I'm did. saying. 
It's like how it's, you know, other people try to do movies the same, but they're not. Yeah. Do I so, need to bring up Titanic and Speed 2 again? For, so there's Free Willy, 1993. Uh-huh. Free Willy 2, The Adventure Home. Two years after setting him free, Jesse reunites with Willy during a camping trip in the San Juan Islands with the Greenwoods, a newly discovered half-brother named Elvis, as the teenager tries to help Willie and his siblings Luna and Little Spot return to their mother Catspaw after an oil spill separated them in addition to endangering Luna. Whose half-brother is Elvis? Jesse's. Jesse's, I assume. Okay. Free Willie 3, The Rescue. Jesse now works with his old friend Randolph at an Orca Institute where he tracks down Willie and his mate Nicky and also teams up with Max to stop the latter's father from hunting the whale. Gosh, this sounds too complicated. Okay. So that... Yeah, right. Free Willy Escape from Pirate's Cove was direct to video. <laughs> Kira discovers a baby oh killer whale washed ashore in the lagoon near her grandfather's rundown seaside amusement park in South Africa. She names the orca Willy and embarks on a quest oh. to lead him back to his pod before he's sold. Oh, well done, Charlize Theron. Then they made a uh, TV series. Oh, God. Oh, no. Free Willy Escape from Pirate's Cove was 2010. Oh. So it's like 13 years after Free Willy 3. But the TV series started on October 1st, 1994. Yeah. The second season only had eight episodes oh, and outrageous. finished in February 1995. Do you reckon then it was just the, like, ooh, animal cruelty? Yeah, I don't know. Because it, it's hard to say no animals were harmed in the making of. I did like at the end of it, they were like, we, it was supervised the whole time. Yeah. They had to do that. In, you know, while we were listening to, let's try win an Oscar for a song and get Michael Jackson in on this. I have a question about that. But before we go on, the person... This is wild. The person that plays Kira in no. Free Willy 4. Is Brett Pablo's daughter. No. <laughs> Someone's daughter. Oh, Nepo baby. To go Michael to Madsen. do with animals. Steve Irwin. It's Bindi. Bindi Irwin. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bindi Irwin played South African girl. Oh, Kira you know Cooper. what? Americans wouldn't have known the difference between the accents. No. So, yeah. uh, that also has Bo Bridges in it, which he, he's a decent, like, person. Um, okay, so... He's a decent person. <laughs> I don't know him myself. But, like, that's a fair name. Yeah. Um, also, so it wasn't Charlize Theron. Um, can we comment on the fact that Michael Ironside's name is Dial? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Neither do I. But I just wanted to yeah. bring that up. Okay. Michael Jackson. Yeah. You have mentioned in previous episodes that the rules about original song uh-huh. changed. I believe so, yes, they did. Was this in a time when credits weren't accepted? I, potentially. If that if this was released now, would Michael Jackson have been nominated? If it was released now, yes, one, because it would have been eligible, and two, because they love giving famous people song awards Famous now. song people Oscars. Yeah. 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 It it's, not, it's not a terrible song. And it's got a message. Yeah, true. Yeah, and it was co-written by Diane Warren, so there you go. Well, that's a bloody that's triple the three threat. Thing you think. That's the three things. All right, shall we give some awards? Oh, let's do it. Okay, so the extras. Yeah. We got two awards for extras: the Estelle Reiner Best Extra and the Andy Millman Worst Extra. Mm-hmm. If you want to know what we're referring to, there are videos on our TikTok at Two Out of Three Brothers. Um, 
generally the people in the park were good. Yes. In terms of extras. Yeah. I thought they were pretty good. No one looked at Michael Ironside. I wrote for Worst Extra. My yep. first nominee is anybody banging on the glass. And in particular, oh, just that for one girl that did it very enthusiastically. And very she early. She looks like a psychopath. The she one. was just like, <laughs> I'm like, settle down, girl. Well, you meant the one that did it early. Like the first shutdown, there's just one girl that just goes, whack. <laughs> My, I had for worst extra, um, they're like doing the welding or arc torching the window in the observation yeah. area to cut yeah. the hole. The guy that has the welder has the mask on. Uh-huh. Then there's a guy standing directly next to him just looking at the flame. Great. <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> you are not on board. I then wrote, my only other nomination is, I wrote Goons with Dial at the end. You know when it's like the car and they're blocking yep. the gate and they're, they're just like standing there. Yeah. But then, and then they Goon, jump and out of the way. And then Dial's like, and 2IC, yeah, terrible. Yeah. Like, character, actor... I don't think he has a line. Terrible. But also, like, obviously Dial is very rich. Yes. Like, he makes the 2IC guy... But he's not rich enough to make his park better. No. Um, he makes... His offsider puts his jacket on for him. Yeah. <laughs> that is unnecessary. Yeah, I don't get it. All right, so we've got the guy watching the welder. I think the guy watching the welder yeah, might be. Yeah, he's just standing there watching. Because they clearly... So they don't have good security, and they don't have good OHS. Oh, even in 1993, <laughs> watching a welder yeah. was not a thing you should be doing. Mm, only in flash dance should you be watching a welder. Yeah, but if it's while you're dancing, it doesn't count. Yeah. Okay? She's All right. just a steel town girl on the Saturday night. Saturday night. So there, um, Andy Millman... Worst extra award yeah. goes to the guy who's watching the guy with the welder. That's what yeah. I wrote in my notes. All right. The Estelle Reiner uh, Best Extra Award. Mm-hmm. I'm going to nominate the guy outside the car wash. He's not technically an extra. We've okay. been corrected by that on uh, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Someone telling us that it is a... Oh, no. There's a difference between extra, non-speaking part, yes, and small role. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because we have been told that the guy from Indiana Jones, that Not could be Susan Australian Boyle, climber. Yeah. Um, is a non-speaking part, not an extra. Mm. So, but anyway, whatever. Estelle Reiner has one line. So that's the as far up as we can go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've got more than one line. No. You're a, you're a role. You're a role. You're striking. We are... I'm nominating... The guy outside the car wash who, when they pulls out, turns to him and goes, nice whale. I had that too. <laughs> I had that too. And then the only other one I had was, this might be too featured to be extras. Guys oh, guys throwing fish on the pier. Oh, yeah, they were pretty good. But if we both wrote nice whale guy, yeah, that's nice how whale. I wrote it. Nice whale. Nice whale. Marks. Yeah, that's all I wrote. Nice whale. Um, all right. So that's the Estelle Reiner Best Extra Award. Well done. We agreed. Okay. The worst line, the Halle Berry X-Men worst line, I shared recently a YouTube short on our Facebook page. Uh-huh. And it's very funny, someone taking the piss out of line. If you don't follow us at Two Out of Three Brothers uh, on Facebook, then um, do and check out that short because it takes the piss out of this line. Good. 
I won't describe it because it never works. The Halle Berry line? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I am going to give Worst Line a nomination to just the guys at the start that were just like, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, go. I'm like, no, that's terrible. I wrote, I'm not your son. Yeah, I know that. Oh, I kind of was like, that's a moment. Mm, I don't like it. Which comes to later when Michael Madsen's like, I don't want this fucking kid. He doesn't swear, obviously, because it's generated. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, all I had was, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I had nominated. I also had, do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. What makes you think I want one? Just guessing. That's, this is an issue of, it's an inappropriate question. Task a 10-year-old. Yeah. Michael Madsen, I wrote Michael Madsen being like, uh, your mum's not coming back. That whole kind of conversation. It's a bit nasty. I wrote a lot more than you did. Um, You know, and then at the end, I wrote... I was pretty forgiving on the script. Yeah, right. I, at at the end, it's like, we got to save Willie. we got to steal him from the park. And then Randolph goes, I don't like this job anyway. Yeah. He seems pretty committed to it. Yeah. Up until that point. Maybe he just likes the Bayside house that he gets as part of the job. Yeah, maybe. And then I wrote with Dial at the end going, God, I hate that whale. He says it twice. It's dumb. Yeah. I'm actually I'm gonna give it to that. Okay, good. Yeah. God, I hate that whale. It's unnecessary. So you're crying as okay, so that's uh, God I hate the whale is the Halle Berry X-Men, X-Men worst, line. worst Line Award. For those that don't know the line, it's when she says, do you know what happens to toads when they get struck by lightning? The, the same, same thing that happens, happens to everything else. The M- Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Most Cryingest Meme Award. Yeah. I have four things. Oh, my God. When he does the tricks to show the boss. Mm-hmm. Because that's like oh, success. Okay. Like, and then oh. at the end, it's all like, yeah, you did it, boy. And the music is all swelly and yeah. good. Right? Yeah. That was a tear, mm-hmm. okay? When Jesse hugs Glenn at the end. Okay. To say thanks for helping out, That mate. was moistening. Okay. Okay? Oh, no, when they was like, there's a rope behind the seat, and Randolph's like, oh, that's the last... We didn't even mm-hmm. look there. Like, fucking idiot, of course you'd look there. And then Jesse hugs Glenn, thank you for helping us get this tow truck out of the mud. Yeah. Because Laurie Petty can't direct a trailer. Nope. So a, a moistening of eyes then. Yeah. A tears when he Glenn punched him and said, let go of my boy. Okay. And then when he jumps, that was tears. <sighs> that was just tears. Even though you know it's coming. Even though I know it's coming and I know the point of the movie is to free Willie. free Willie. And you do do it. They will do it. Yeah. I did tear. Okay. I did cry. Mm. So the most cryingest moment is the final jump. Okay, so it's getting two awards. Yes. <laughs> because... <laughs> the I'm Your Father Most Iconic Scene Award, uh, I wrote the final jump, no contest. I wrote the jump. I wrote, yeah. And you know when I wrote that? When I started the movie. <laughs> when I, I said... Last week, create, when you said, we yeah. are watching Free Willy. <laughs> the jump scene. Yep. Um, no contest. That's just, like, ridiculous. It's just a shame that the special effects, either side of it, Aren't great. Everything else about it is good. Yeah. The music, the kid, the water. The actual jump. They show at the end or Laurie Petty and Randolph being like, yeah. oh yeah, you did yeah. it. So that is by far the uh, I'm Your Father 
from Star Wars, in case you don't know. Yeah. Uh, most iconic scene yeah. award for Free Willy. Is there anything we would have changed to bring it into the 21st century? Uh, the word art title at the, the word, start. Yes, the word art title. And child labour laws. Yeah, I feel like you we might have had to go into a little bit of like, think of this as work experience yeah, kind of yeah, reason yeah. to get him there. Yeah. Or instead of your job is to just scrub that graffiti off, it's you spend the summer doing community service. Yeah, yeah. Giving him a reason to be there for longer than a week. Yeah. Um, and a reason to do jobs other than just graffiti, sorting fish, training yeah. a whale for free. Yes. I they, I feel like they should change, do you have a girlfriend? I'm not sure that should be in 2023. My not saying, do you have a gender-neutral partner? Like, I'm yeah. not saying make it a gender-neutral question. Take the question out. It just didn't need to happen in no. the movie either. No. Unless it was What's-Her-Face, um, not Brett Butler, trying to... Not Terry Gar. Yeah. Is it even Brett Butler? I think so. Brett Butler, actress. Yeah. She doesn't look like she looked in Grace Under Fire, that's for she sure. The show ran for five seasons and earned Butler two Golden Globe nominations. Oh, there you go. The pressures of the show led to a Vicodin addiction. Ah, nice. Which she admits made her difficult to work with. Other than that, I wouldn't change much. You know, it's a simple movie. It works. A bit more diversity in the cast, maybe, but, you know. Yeah, there's only the Native American Randolph and the uh, person of colour. Friend. One of his gang um, at the start. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, only one of his gang is a girl. Yeah. And his caseworker is a person of colour. His Bubba. From Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. I was like, is that Bubba? Oh, yeah, he is. But he didn't have that lip. <laughs> uh, there's top shrimp, pot shrimp, pot shrimp, will shrimp, pot shrimp. That's my Bubba. Okay. So, would you recommend... Free Willy. To watch with a family, yes. Yes, as a family movie, yes. Not to watch by yourself on a Sunday afternoon as a 38-year-old man, in or my case. not <laughs> to watch by yourself on a Saturday night as a 35-year-old man. <laughs> All right. Um, that'll do. We had significantly less to say about this than uh -huh. we did about Jurassic Park slightly or The Truman Show. Slightly less impact uh, than those two. And so. also slightly less story than those yep. two. And if we're... If I keep writing on our socials and on our posts that we're doing a deep dive, I don't think I can use that this time. I can use dive. Well, di yeah. It's just not as deep. Yeah. We're doing a big jump. We're doing a big jump over and slash. the story and the impact of Free Willy. Um, I feel like we've got a few minutes. Uh -huh. Let's do a two degrees. Uh, six degrees. Two degrees. That was quick. It better be Laurie Petty to Gina Davis or I'm stuffed. <laughs> From The Truman Show to Free Willy. Okay. So we're going to have to go with Laurie Petty. So we'll have to do Laurie, Laurie Petty, Petty or Michael Madsen. A, like Laurie Petty was in A League of Their Own with Tom Hanks who was in Apollo 13 with Ed Harris. Yep, that works. Cool. Michael Madsen, Lucy Liu... Uma Thurman. We can go that. We could go a Michael Madsen. Yeah, Michael Madsen. I don't know I anything know. Michael Madsen other than Kill Bill, which is probably terrible. Michael Madsen part. was in Kill Bill with Daryl Hannah, who was in a movie called Splash, and there's a Splash Correct. in Free Willy. Daryl's Hannah character of Splash 
Wasn't Tom Hanks in Splash? Maybe. With Bubba Gump. With Bubba. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I could have done that. Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump, Laurie Petty. Well, actually, you just got Laurie Petty to Tom Hanks back to Free Willy. Yeah. Which is not what we wanted to do. Laurie Petty, Tom Hanks, Ed Harris. Yeah, okay. League right. of their own. Didn't fill a lot of 13. didn't fill a lot of time. We still have a few minutes. What else we got? What's next week? <laughs> uh, Small Soldiers is next week, which I couldn't tell you anyone in the cast of Small Soldiers. Phil Hartman. Small Soldiers. Dunst? Gregory Smith, Kirsten Dunst, Tommy Lee Jones, Phil Hartman, Lee jo- Phil Hartman. David Cross. Oh yes. Uh, and Jay Moore. Kirsten Dunst. Mm. Kirsten Dunst. Laurie Petty. To Tom Hanks is a pretty broad. Gina, or Gina Davis. Or Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Or Madonna. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Jim Carrey gets us to the Truman Show. If you want to do Truman Show to Small we Soldiers. Saw, yeah. Just to skip over. Um, this says on IMDb, Small Dance. Soldiers is, essentially, Joe Dante's third Gremlins film. Except that the oh. antagonists aren't Gremlins, but instead... Normal plastic toys. Like, no. It's the third Gremlins film, except there's no Gremlins. Yeah. It's like, um, this is the fourth soldiers, Free Willy wow. film, but there's no whale. I used to love that movie. Small Soldiers, yeah. Gregory Smith, uh, Kirsten Dunst, Tommy Lee Jones, Phil Hartman, David Cross, and Jay Moore are the major players in that film. That's what we're watching next week. Uh, oh, he was also in Harriet the Spy, Gregory Smith. Oh, wow. He peaked. Yeah. Well, that was was 2008. (laughs) It's also in Rookie Blue, whatever that is. The rip-off of Rookie of the Year. No, I think it's the rip-off, the precursor to The Rookie, which had Nathan Fillion in it. Anyway, they're shows we don't need to talk about. Uh, We are doing Small Soldiers next week, so watch that if you would like to. Is it a Disney movie? I'll tell you. We'll get on to JustWatch.com, who should probably be sponsoring us. Uh-huh. I use it daily. Small soldiers. It is a payer, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, so you can rent or buy small soldiers. We'll be back next week with that. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe. If you've liked this but don't watch movies, I don't know why you started listening to it, but go over to two out of three recommend. Uh, If you'd like to buy us a couple of drinks, then you can click the link in the episode description to send us a tip. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcast, either leave the tip or become a member for early access to these episodes by using the link in the show notes. Join the Facebook group for more chat about the movies we review and make sure you follow us on the socials to keep up to date. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on your podcast app. Happy viewing and drink responsibly.